Hello and good evening. It's late. Sunday, October 1st, 2023. We're now into week nine of Big Brother 25. And uh, we've only had like two or three HOHs, I think. I'm Dave Mater. We're here streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Uh, we're here to talk about, again, Big Brother week nine, episode 25, HOH comes. I'm Dave Mater, joining my brother Jeff Mater. Um, Jeff, uh, Cameron is HOH once again. Yep. And um, the world where Izzy throws her remote at the TV is alive and well. Yeah, it happened again. Uh, he wins this competition. He, he he gets evicted. You cannot kill this guy. The cat came back the very next day. Uh, and he puts up, ultimately, Mecole and Felicia in these nominations here in this episode, uh, which I don't think was terrible for him. But, you know, I understood his logic of wanting to get somebody out that would never vote for him in the end. And I think Mecole would never vote for him in the end, even more than Felicia. So, and it was also smart from the perspective that Corey still thinks he's working with him. So if Corey wins, he might not put him up. He might not put him up. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I think that Corey's not coming for Cameron right now, but I, I agree that Corey's a threat to their, you know, to win. So they have to maybe want to take him out. I don't know if this is the week where you have to take out Corey if you're Cameron. No, I don't think it was. Actually, I think it was better that he didn't. Because I think Cameron's going to want to get into like, like kind of like play the background when eventually the Jag Matt Blue Alliance is going to come for the, you know, the Corey America and whoever else is with them, maybe Bowie Jane Alliance, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's like that those two factions will have to go at each other at some point, you know, and, and if they can. And if Cameron can get forgotten about, that's probably Cameron's best chance to get deep in the game. Yeah. Um, I think, well, Cameron as a character on this season, his impact cannot be understated. Like, this is what, his third HOH? Fourth HOH? Yeah. And, and he's won like two battle back competitions. He, he's really found a way to just kind of be very apparent on the show. Like, there's a lot of uh, players like that have done nothing in the game or in the house, uh, and and he's just a lot more interesting. And I think you can tell the show kind of likes him as like a character or a narrator because he actually is pretty good at like explaining, you know, wh- how he's processing. Like I really enjoy when players, uh, you know, can differentiate between how they're playing in the house and, and explaining it to us in the DR. And I feel like Cameron of any actually one in the house is doing it the best. Sari might be second. Cause she has, she's pretty good at explaining what's going on in her game, but she's got like, so at the bottom, but, and so was Cameron. And like, those are the players that I feel like, um, kind of, Oh, I always kind of gravitate toward wanting to see how they do rather than like, even like Matt and Jag right now, they're just like, they're a little like, what you see in the house is exactly what you see in the DR. You know, it's right. Very, it's you know, <laughs> it's not that their game's not that uh, interesting. Whereas I do find with Cameron, like he he's good at like making other players, um, you know, kind of dig dig themselves into a hole a little bit and give him info. Uh, a little bit. I think he makes them uncomfortable. He sort of like sweats them out, or he sort of waits them out. These some of these conversations he has, some of them go his way, and some of them don't. 
uh you know he just kind of misreads them i think like you know like uh he the which one went had, which one didn't go his way the one with felicia i thought was weird i thought yeah. that you know where he was like you were the greatest you have all the power you know like and i'm like what are you doing like you know and do you believe what you're saying and, and um it's just there's some weirdness like his conversations with me like he has a hard time talking to certain people he obviously had an easier time talking to other people like red uh but you know there's just i don't know he just sometimes these conversations just get kind of weird and i don't know i thought I, I thought he kind of didn't handle felicia terribly i see why you say that but at the same time I think he made her feel good about herself by saying she's like a threat and she's really good at misdirecting and, 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 you know, and and like Felicia's all about the no nonsense and don't lie and stuff. So I thought he was pretty direct with her. Um, The conversation he had like with blue was the one that kind of was like, you know, well, yeah, well, he's not understanding that blue was blue is like the number one guy who wants to put him up. It seems like, you know, justice for Jared. And therefore, uh, but I, I don't think Cameron sees any of that right now. You know, so but, ultimately, but, he should want to put up blue. Why would it be justice for Jared to get Cameron out? Because Cameron was out of the house. Because <laughs> he beat him in the battle back? Well, like, actually, you're right. I think that blue ultimately wants to get Corey out more than Cameron. Well, but. that's what Jared wanted, right? Well, That's what he wanted Sarita to do, you know? Like, and even tonight, like, Sarita doesn't seem that interested in that. Like, she, you know, she had a chance there, I thought, to kind of, like, maybe go, oh, maybe I can work with Cameron. But I don't feel like, I don't feel like Felicia or Sari or McCole want to work with Cameron at all. So I think that his his um, nominations were very smart, you know? Yeah. Well, like, like what, what can they, they these people do? They vote him out. Yeah. He comes back. He wins HOH again. He puts yep. them up, you know? Like... Is this so? Is this just uh? Is the lesson here? You have to be on good terms with everyone in Big Brother, even the people going out the door, because they they could come back no, no matter what your personal feelings are. I feel like that is the lesson. That is what we're supposed to take away from this. Well, yeah, I think I think um, yeah, you don't you don't like create animosities with people uh that you don't need to especially like unless you know like i thought it was interesting when he was talking to felicia he's like everyone thought i was like the the evil man and everyone said don't talk to him because like felicia was like what do you mean like why don't you just come talk to me or like we haven't talked game at all she says to him and it's like yeah because you guys all treated me like i was a pariah you know which that's probably pretty true it seems like it wasn't really shown on the show all that much but no, life, but I I think they're like, yeah, he's a creep. We don't like him, blah, 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 right? And, uh, you know, he's been a target for a while. And so, yeah, I think that, like, a lot of people, like, you know, uh, Izzy, I think maybe was the, the beginnings of that, maybe. But, you know. Well, Izzy, you know, probably badmouthed him every second of the day, you know? So for him getting Izzy out was the absolute best thing to do, you right. know, because. But then they got it, him out right after that. Well, that's true, but that was because Jared did it. Like, and Jared should not have done that. You and know, then they got Jared out, right? So. Well, that was the thing. It's like Jared should not have done that. Like, Jared should have recognized that keeping Cameron around was good for his game. Well, that's know? the thing. That that's the thing here with with Cameron too. I think keeping around Corey is good for his game, but he, I think, ultimately he is going to come for Corey sooner or later. You know, maybe even like as a backdoor this week, but I think that would be stupid. I don't think he has to worry about Corey not being in the jury or not being in the jury. 
So as much as he might be a threat to win in the end against, you know, he's also a bigger target. And so Cameron targeting Corey, I don't think would make a lot of sense. No, I don't think it would in this instance at all, really. I mean, targeting, he's right to target the people he did because, like, he might have gotten Felicia's vote, although I don't know if I believe her saying that. Uh, you know, I, she was just doing whatever it took to try to get, but she was willing to throw Serena under the bus, and Cameron should have maybe used that information. Maybe, maybe he will. Maybe he'll tell Serena that to get Serena, you know, more under his wing, and, and they could maybe work together. Uh because Cameron and Saria actually, I feel like are have the most in common now in the house. You know, they're both people that are looked at as huge threats are kind of looked at as, uh, you know, we can't leave, we can't let them hang around too long type people. Right. You know, and if they work together, that would probably be better for them than to work, you know, than for what? <clears throat> okay. The, the thing I was most confused about in this episode was that Jared says to, Cameron, like, hey man, if, you know, if you're the one who stays, like, take care of, my, of Suri. Not in, yeah. the, you know, like, it's a personal favor. And Cameron, some for some reason, wants to agree to this or seems to be inclined. Well, because... he tells Suri that. He tells Suri right? this, and he, we see the flashback in the episode where he, where him and Jared have this conversation. I don't know why he'd be inclined to do anything for Jared. Jared got him out, right? Like Jared yep. was the one, you know. And and Suri's not really wanted to work with. Cam and this is where I find Cameron isn't a good player. You know, because he doesn't even really recognize that Sri hates his guts. Uh, Does she hate his guts? Well, enough in the game sense, I think, that she's not going to work with him. She's not going to vote for him at the end. I, I don't know. She, yes, the vote for in the end part is probably true. But to work together, I think, is a, a high possibility. Well, because I think doesn't more, have anybody. She says that in the episode tonight. Like, can I work with Cameron? Can I make this deal with the devil? Even she's it's more of an issue for her. Than for him, but I think ultimately, like getting out Suri this week is maybe the best thing he could even possibly do. Like, it's it, you know, because why would Suri vote for him in the end? She probably wouldn't, but you know, you know, like, why is why is it that Cameron is the devil? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why is he this pariah that nobody, I think, can... especially with him getting one over Izzy, I think that that is going to be hard to shake, you know, in terms of like that's the blood on his hands. But it doesn't matter that Izzy started that war in the first place. It is it's it is what it is, right? Well, so also, I thought he showed a lot more class on her way out than than she did. Well, he you called know? her classy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so they're both. I don't know what to make of it, but uh, I think that why Cameron is disliked by certain members of this house, you know, is complex. Some of it is his own fault. Some of it isn't. Maybe. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, he's just not recognizing that people don't d dislike him enough, especially Mikol. And I think Sari is the other one. I think him, I think the better nominations here were Mikol and Sari. Uh, but it's kind of like, you know, if, if one comes down here between Mikol and uh, Felicia, Sari should go up. Now, I, if he was to like put up Corey or something, I think that would be too big. I think that's what's kind of teased in this episode, but I think that would be, not a great move for him at this point, you know, unnecessary. Okay. All right. So instead of putting up Felicia and McCall, who, who are two other people that would have made more sense for Cameron to put up? Uh, I think Sari, Sari and Mikol would have been fine. We see you said other than who? Other than who we put up, like Sari and, uh, oh, sorry, okay. um, well, Felicia Sari be, and McCall. But like, what, what about one. something different? Like, 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 could he have put up, 
blue, you know, like would blue have made sense to have put up? No, I think blue's too close to Jag and Matt, who are his new allies. So he's not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, let the, yeah, right. So he does have to trust some people. But the thing is, will they choose blue over him? Absolutely. You know, I think so. Yeah. So, well, I, what, he, who else does he have? What else is he going to do? He's got Bowie Jane. <laughs> does he? But, but not really. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's got nobody. Does. But he's that's why him and Sari should work together. Because what else do they got? There's nobody else in the house that, like, that's the thing is, like, yeah, you could be like, there is new allies to win the final six, and then he'll get, you know, you know what I mean? Once Matt wins power, they'll just take Cameron out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think Cameron is at least savvy enough to understand that, yeah, right now, this whole fugitive thing with Jag and Matt, it's all well and good, but that's not, that can't be his final four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, he's going to have might, to turn turn on I, them before they turn on him you know, well i i think for cameron like why who better to sit next to at the end than jag another person who got voted out right because i think oh, but, it's, but it's jag's a lot more likable you got to sit beside someone like bowie jane for cameron to win well i again i don't even know if cameron has the uh foresight to know that you know i think he's um he gets fixated like he, you know the fact that he was still trying to be buddies with 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 jared after all of it you know i just it's an indication to me cameron doesn't quite get it he doesn't understand well, who are his friends and who aren't his friends i now. thought he was a little smarter like all right here's the the, the flip side argument like yeah we kind of went yeah no it makes sense we're actually i think now thinking this out putting up felicia and mccall were the two worst people he could have put up and let worst. me explain, yeah let me explain why because if he had put up jag and matt for instance he's guaranteeing getting a big big target out right Right, just follow yeah. my logic here. I'm following. If if he gets to the end, and he's really just got to compete against Felicia and McColls and Bowie Janes, he's got a way better chance of going on a run of at least winning Hoh or Vito every week. But if Matt and Jag are still in the house, that those chances become way less. Sure. You know? So he he could target one of that. He could put them both up this week and target them and take out his biggest. Uh, competition threat, I guess, other yes. than him, because you know, like, there's a potential, yeah, that Cameron could run the table, but there's also a chance he can't, right? That he, that if, at some point, he'll be vulnerable, and he'll, he'll, he's already been evicted once. He knows it will ha probably happen again. So I think the only thing he has to bargain with, he's just like, I have a strong potential of winning competitions, which I think Mag and Jag, Matt and Jag, identified. They made this 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 agreement with him before he won HOH and ends up working out to their advantage here. Right. You know, right. but if they had won, yeah, like I, if Cameron had let Matt win that competition tonight. Yeah. Does Matt who's or who are Matt's nominees? Well, I think there's a chance that Matt could have put up Cameron. I think that it's not impossible that he would but, have broken the deal. What do you think? What do you think Matt would have put up? Like tonight, whose faces would we have seen on the memory wall? I think there's a lot of possibilities. I think that um... I think we would have seen, honestly, I think we would have seen Bowie Jane and like Felicia. Bowie Jane and Felicia? Yeah, something like that. Maybe. You know, I think you could have seen Cameron go up even. Like, you know, because it's like, why well, not? No. Yeah. Well, then then if that's the case, Cameron should have put up Men Jack. Like, if, that was, if that's the reality, that that's what Matt would have done. Then, then, then I don't know if it's one hundred percent, but I think there's a chance they could have talked themselves into it. I agree, but that's but 
I don't think that was going to happen. I, I think that Matt would have stayed true to their, their their alliance, but maybe I'm wrong. Like, you know, it's hard to know for sure because we didn't really get a lot of Matt confessionals of exactly what was he, what he was thinking. Of, well, you know, Jack is more, we get more in, in Jag's diary room sessions. He seems to be more of the negotiator man of these two uh, in terms, you know, in the conversations and like he's, they, they were talking about the strategy of it all. I think that Jag, you know, deserves some credit for his, his game this season. He seems to be trying to work some angles like him and Cameron were very much at odds for a while. And now they seem to be working together, so good on them. Um, you think Jag and Cameron are working together? Oh, they are. They're the fugitives. No. Oh, no, not Cameron. Sorry. I thought you were talking about Corey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. That, yeah. And that will probably change in two weeks where, like, you know, Corey and Jag are working together. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how Jag's playing. He's He, he doesn't really have, like, uh, solid alliances with anybody. Right. Uh, he, you know, he just other than Matt, you know, I guess Blue is his like third, you know. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they took out her, you know, at some point, you know. She's kind of a wild card, right? So it's like, when do you cut Blue? Is kind of the question. Uh, no matter who you are, um, in this game, because like, what, like, is she gonna win power? Maybe I don't know. Like, uh, let's talk about even this competition tonight. Coming to us now, we're, we'll go back to the comic verse theme, right? And we had this puzzle where you had to, I don't know, build like a, like a spaceship thing or whatever. Where is it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. 3D puzzle. Just kinda... oh, another person, like, do you want to take out Sari? Like, she's never going to win this over you. Like, you know, like Matt is probably Cameron's biggest competition in the show tonight, that how close they were. To finishing this competition yeah did, did it seem like okay did any of like the um people competing in this like sari or felicia surprise you and how i guess poor they did no 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 it's always like the same people are right front cameron of course won this but then like jag and matt were right with them and then uh Corey's kind of in there but he's always he's always at least a few minutes behind he's just not as quick so he will get there, but he's just not as fast. Uh, yeah. Whereas, you know, Felicia's was really poor. Uh, yeah, well, Bowie was... Jane's irrelevant. Like, we don't even bring her up. Yeah, but even Blue was doing better than, you know, uh, everyone else. But, yeah, like, there's a lot of irrelevant players in these competitions. Oh, Miko was not doing well either. Like, but, she, but she they at least showed her, uh, like, progress and what she was like. Bowie Jade, did she even have a confessional during this? Like, I she don't had remember. a confessional, but it, it, it was, like, very boring. Like, it was just, I don't think it was anything. Of, 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 I don't of, remember of, it. And then bl Below Deck, an Australian show. show. Um, you I know, like, wasn't, I guess it wasn't a Bowie Jane. Like, no. she's, she's just, like, kind of not on the show, you know? And, and I'm surprised that, like, they're not, like, I'll, I find sometimes when there's a player like that in the house, production kind of goes, like, can we, you know, they lead the, the HOH or, like, like tonight when Cameron won. Like, you know, oh, Jade's really not pulling her weight, eh, Cameron? And then they kind of, like, I think, kind of lead the witness a little bit, like, you know. Yeah. And how frightening that she's a lawyer. So. Uh... Who, Bowie Jane? Yeah, it says barrister slash DJ. Although I don't know how many Americans know what a barrister is. What's the uh, difference between a barrister and a solicitor? 
they do something different in court, but there's one a defendant and one a prosecutor. I think so. But in the American know. system, they're all just lawyers or attorneys, right? So I don't right. think they, they even make that distinction. Um, I think anybody who's in a member of the bar is a barrister, right? But yeah, um, okay, so just trying to see what else. Happened. Yeah, the scene we had the scene here where uh, Sari was with Cameron. Where he's like, I've, I'm going to be. I told him, you know it. I'm here to. I, I'm. I've, I'm going to avenge you for Jared. And so he's like, whatever. That's weird, but I'll go with it. Um, was this the scene where? Okay, yeah. We have Jag and Matt strategizing about to do with the, everything with Corey in America. That was also talked about. Is this? Oh yeah, and the whole thing about um, Emily Dickinson, Jeff, tonight <laughs> in this sure. episode. And Sari didn't go to high school. So you didn't even go to high school. How'd she become a nurse? I mean, I don't know. Like, it was, you know, her life story, like, yeah, like, might be more interesting than her survivor resumes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, it's like they were drinking the tea, and the tea had the quote from Emily Dickinson, and Cameron didn't have the facts right. But, you know, these are these people went to college, right? Like, so it's, uh, well, not Sari, but. Um, Cameron and Nicole. Like Nicole works on wa- in Washington. You know, I was a bit surprised she didn't know this. Um, she's like a political lo- political consultant. She didn't know what. She didn't know what the, who Elmer Dickinson was. She thought she was an author. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah, uh, like Cameron was like was 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 citing like the different uh, work she had, like I don't know, yellow something, and, like that wasn't even anything. Correct. Well, Emily Emily Dickinson was like a poet, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So they just had the facts all wrong. So that was kind of a whole segment there on the show. Then there was everything to do here with, with uh Sari and and Corey and how much he was into her survivor resume, Jeff. And you know I'm like I he's had, too young to I guess he went back and watched all the seasons, but I'm like he, he's too twenty one. So when I don't know, when when her, she was on her first season in two thousand five. That's yeah, 18 that years ago. It means he was like three or four. Yeah, he grew up watching her effectively, right? So I mean, not really. I mean, he probably I guess he could have went back and watched that season. Maybe when Micronesia was on, you know. Uh um, he been old enough. I don't know what year that was, but like, yeah, like I think he's been watching it his whole life, you know. So she's like one of his big heroes, and she's like, Oh man, you know this stuff more than I do. He was like, Yeah, you were on this tribe in Heroes versus Village. She's like, Was I? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you, yeah, you say so. Well, he was on the heroes, the show was on the hero tribe, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like <laughs> Micronesia was probably like the most, like, I think her most famous season. Um, and I guess that that is one of the better seasons, so I could see why he would have watched that one. But like, I, I'm surprised. I'd be I'm surprised that he's watched her first season with Aris and Chain and all that. You know, he might have but, saw it in reruns. Yeah, you watch the whole season, right? I guess you can just buy it or whatever. Yeah, you know, if him, him and his brother, these massive Survivor fans for their whole lives, basically, um, you know, then he's watched yeah. it at some point. And, and his brother's older than him, right? Yeah, yeah. So his brother probably watched some of it and stuff, and then showed it to him. Yeah, thing, but she, she was happy to be called to the diary room, not to have to talk Survivor with Corey. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, I, that's kind of sad because, like, you know, you think you like, you know, you're stuck in a house, you got nothing to talk about. At least she was humoring him, and she was like answering his questions. And stuff, but she's so. bitter at him for getting Jared out. 
yeah so it's like oh i gotta talk to you about you know your fangirling you know about me you know but you got my son out but you don't know you got my son out right so she's just gonna like bite her lip yeah and she's she knows she's got no power in the house you know so you know that's the that's the thing that probably sucks the worst for her you know this is the week i think to get her out you know she's at her weakest right now like Anyway, and then so let's talk about Cameron when he meets with the um, with Matt and Jag, also known as the Fugitives. To the Fugitives, they're having a chorus banquet to celebrate. We go back to J three fifty three, you know. And this this was, I think, a good deal for Matt and Jag. You know, like I said, uh, they kind of talk about the different options. They kind of bring up Miko and Felicia right away, and that's ultimately what Cameron does. Cameron says he wants to earn their loyalty. You know, and he could go after Matt and Jag this week. You're, you know, instead, he could go after Corey this week. But I don't know if he needs to go after a huge swing like that. I guess who's who ultimately is going to come for him first? Who's who's most likely, and who of those people is most likely to win power? You know, is really the question. Um, well, not if the people that are going to win power are not going to come after you. At least not right away, right? Well, you, you well, know. yeah. I mean, you want to get, but you know, you want to get to a point. Where you want to take that shot before they can, though. That's the thing. It's like, can you trust them? Like, you know, he says in the episode, and smartly so, like, I don't know if I can trust them when I don't have power, you know, because they <laughs> they turned on Jared very quick, didn't they? they you know? Yeah. And why got, did they do that? They did that because they viewed him as a big threat, right? Yeah, and, and his purpose was complete. He had gotten Cameron out at that point, and so we don't need him. And he's a pain in the ass to work with, I think, is more of the thing, right? Well, you know? Jared, yeah. Jared. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the whole segment here with Miko, who hasn't had a lot of time on the show, as we talked about, you know, more than Bowie Jane. Uh, she was on a clean freak here with her spray bottles going around disinfecting the funky couch cushions from the farts. Um, what what do you think of this segment? Uh whatever. <laughs> they had to give her something to do on the show. <laughs> she's the she's the clean uh germaphobe. Uh, she's she's spraying the couches. She's spraying the cushions. Whose farts were was she? Everybody's farts. She's like they're all they're all mixing into the cushions, and she has to disinfect them, get them out. That's her job. Yeah, you know, we don't. You know, she's spraying she has handles. No, she, has, she has no kids, right? No, no. Yeah, she was just spraying handles. You know, so there's that. So we get that. That's her personality. Uh, then there's the whole segment here with America, which Jamil, I think, told us about the other night, right? Like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the America can't kiss. America only learned she dated for 10 years, only to be eventually someone to tell her, you really kiss weird and messed up, you know, with your tongue out, doing big, like, huge wet tornadoes or something, um, you know, which <laughs> Jag was giving her a pretty good ribbing about. Um, is what you know, that was the only thing we got with Bowie Jane. Bowie Jane was at least in the like in the diary room laughing about this. Um, that was like the most Bowie Jane we got in the episode, so I don't know, it was funny, I guess. It was kind of just an odd thing about America. Um, and yeah, nobody taught her. And then there was the whole thing here with Corey being kind of a, uh, I think not great with his approach here with Cameron. Like, you know, we're in the, you know, Cameron ultimately walks away from this conversation that they have in their matching red hoodies. Um, not, not, you know, feeling kind of suspicious of Corey and feeling like Corey, you know, is too comfortable with him and should be trying to curry more favor. 
you know so i don't know what, what do you think was cameron over not again misreading this or was this i was this a good read on cameron's part well he was right that Corey's a little too comfortable with him but yeah um i think i think like he cameron has to pick a lane right like right but i think his best lane is to pick the middle lane you know i don't think he should go with Corey or go with go with matt and jag too hard although he's definitely picked the matt and jag lane more so he's he's gonna he's switching over to that that side of the road but yeah. i don't think i think he's like um not putting all his eggs in one basket like i which he shouldn't because they he was you know evicted unanimously they almost seemed to want him at, wanted him out and stuff and they'd rather him come back though i'm sure he felt that they they wanted him to come back and not jared other than sari you know so that was that probably made him feel better and like that he had a chance you know uh but with Corey, i i don't know i i don't think Corey's biggest threat is cameron so i'm sure cameron picked up on that those vibes yeah well you know i think that it was i was like Corey, what are you doing you would have been better off not even talking to cameron you know Corey being my driver. Okay, then there's a conversation with Felicia and Cameron, which I think was cringy and yeah. not great for Cameron. Uh, you know, I think like Felicia handled it much better, but she was also assuming she was going to go up. She's not feeling on good terms with Cameron. I guess that's accurate, you know. Uh, but just the way he was kind of like blowing smoke up her butt about everything, you know. And then she kind of threw Sari under the bus when she didn't need to. You know, well, maybe she didn't need to. She did all she did go up here. So and Sari didn't. So maybe she there was no harm in what she did um, in some ways. But, you know, she's not going to have a lot more friends. And then the conversation with me, Cole, that, Cam that Cameron has right after that is the other thing that, you know, uh, I think was also kind of, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, that, that one was the one that was more cringy to me. Yeah. You know, because it was like. He was trying to like make her reassured that he was putting her on the block, but not the target. Yeah, not the target, the target but, you're, but like I always like this conversation in every version of Big Brother is always frustrating because it's like, yeah. well, I'm going to put you up, and you're not the target. You just need to be comfortable, but you're also completely expendable to me too. And I love so, you as a person. I love you as a person. Like Cameron, this is your third go on Hoh. You should be better at this by now. Well, but what's he supposed to say to her? I don't know. Does he even have to tell her? Yeah, I th yeah, it'd be worse if he didn't tell her. Okay, well, just I'm putting you up, and that's it. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> well, that's I, what I'm asking you. Not this. You I hope. Well, you know? what would you do though? Like, what would you say? Like, would you say like, uh, you know, I'm putting you up, but you know, you're not my target. Like, what 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 else are you gonna say? Like, you kind of have to. You you should tell them because if you don't tell them, they're gonna feel blindsided. Okay, you can tell them, but you, you you don't have to like fluff it up too much i guess is what i'm saying yeah no you don't have to fluff it up but uh they definitely you know i get why it happens you know because you you're trying to reassure them and you're trying to say like you know if you win or whatever it was i wasn't coming after you or whatever it was you know i just i needed to put you up to make sure i got the person i wanted out out you know to, which is exactly what he's doing and he says that as much in his diary room yeah. Right. Like who I put up next to my target is almost as important as important. Well, I'm like, well, yes, that's true. You know, and then ultimately, you know, he does end up putting up here, uh, you know, Felicia and 
and Nicole ultimate in the episode. And yeah, we I, I did like um Nicole's like sort of exit here where she's like, I am coming for this veto. You will see me coming for this, you know, thing. You can't stop me now. I thought it was good. Um all the hugs at the end here. And that was the episode. Only okay, so I think we also need to get into the spoiler talk tonight, Jeff. I don't know anything, so enlighten me if you have stuff. I do. I I don't. I you know. I'm not as detailed as Jamil, but I already know who won this veto, and I think we need to talk about it. So if you don't hear about that, you guys should drop off the stream now. But what the what's the harm? You know. Uh, I guess it's it's gonna air Tuesday now. Is that right? Like the veto is moving to Tuesday nights. You'll be away. Uh-huh. You're going. You're going to Iceland soon. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'll when you when you get back. Uh well, it'll be the Wednesday. The 11th we come yeah we come back we'll be back on the 11th but we fly out fly out on the 10th so by the time you come back there'll be like two more people will be evict- evicted almost yeah we come back sorry tuesday night so it'll be like the 10th at night it'll be late when we get back so right. yeah, technically sort of the 11th let's talk a little spoilers before we sign off on this late october 1st <laughs> So, Cameron won the veto. <laughs> of course, he did. Like you know, like, I I I thought it would be the it would be the most interesting thing for him to uh, win this HOH and then e- even win the veto. But like whoever wins next, almost I think like even if it's if it's somebody he's allied with, I almost think you have to take out Cameron next. Why? Because he's just too he's winning too much. So if you're on his good side, what do you care? Well, you know he's going to take out people you don't. You're not worried about. Right? He's, like, he's building a resume too, right? He's sure, doing, sure. So that's get, true. Keeping him not, around is not is not going to be uh, advantageous. It depends how you look at the game, right? Like if you don't think he's going to get votes, I like, think he you will. Know, well, why? You know, because he's like, got a great story. He's been voted out. He's been sort of a on the outs. You know, he's got he's had he's had a hard road to the end. If he does get there, so. Well, if he gets to the end, I mean, he's going to do it with, like, not a lot of friends, you know? And, yes, that's a right, like, you could say, like, oh, well, then he deserves it even more. But it's not Survivor. Big Brother is, like, a game of, like, friendship. And, you know, like, it's it's different, you know? And not a lot of people really like him, and you know? So, right. It, it's hard to, I, I find it, it's like, I he kind of reminds me of, like, where Jackson Mickey was, you know? And he won, you know? But and he, had he won Holly. because there was only two options: him and uh, Holly. Holly. But uh, I would have thought Holly would have won that season. You know what I mean? I like, would have rather she won that season. Well, I she was more likable. Yeah, she was more likable. They were right? both unlikable, but she was slightly more likable. You know, in a, you know, it's well, not great. You know, ultimately, I think is. But you know, but at least, but like Cameron doesn't even have a Holly. You know what I mean? Like, I guess Bowie Jane, like, if he sat beside Bowie Jane, that would probably be his best chance. Uh, his best option would be against Bowie Jane. Yeah, maybe. Like, can Bowie Jane not win? Is that what we're saying? Because she's just too irrelevant this season? Um. Yeah, she, yeah she's definitely, like, she's not even really playing the game, it feels like. She's not, you know. She's there. She, yep, she's there. 
A barrister is a type of lawyer in common law jurisdictions. They specialize in courtroom advocacy and litigation. Uh, I don't know what a solicitor is. But, oh, barristers are distinguished from solicitors and other types of lawyers who have more direct access to clients and do more transac transactional legal work. There you go. So, so that's what solicitors do? Yeah, they're more transactional. So like so like civil lawyers almost. So yeah, and bar like barristers are more like do more criminal lawyer stuff. Yeah, they're more like getting out in court and arguing cases, whereas like you know a solicitor is more like doing like you know real estate law. Right. You know, you transfer a deed or something like that. So, uh, so that's that. You know, so Bowie Jane, if she can get into a final two speech, she could she could rock it all. She could she could. <laughs> I'll take. You know, I would take my chances if I were camera. She'll you know beat I mean? uh, Hang him high, McCoy, like Law and Order. She'll she'll get up there. And say, like listen here, like you don't understand that the game I've been playing the whole time, and she'll break it down intricately while rocking out to some DJ headphones. You know, like watch out for Bowie J. You don't know uh, who else this season is. Um, are, we, are we? I guess that's it. Felicia's the other one. I, can Felicia win? Um. Sure. I mean, she's not going to get to the end, though. I don't think. Uh, can Blue win? Mm, I guess it all depends who you sit beside, really. Who's Blue going to sit against next to, to win? Bowie Jane? I mean, yeah, maybe. Or maybe McColl? Like, you know, like I just don't You know, certain people, I just don't know how much they, they brought to the game. Would you like that final two, Blue and McColl? No. But, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know who I would like as a final two in this game as of right now, you know? Do you want to see like these players like Cameron Jag, more like the competitive guys, uh, the you know, core even, uh, stick around? Or well, do you know? I, I, I do kind of like America, and we never talk about her, but you know, yeah, other than her kissing or whatever, but yeah, I, I wish I wish she was a little bit more not a backseat passenger to Corey, you know, or like Corey didn't take over her game so much because I feel like she's a better player than Corey, but she's not really getting that. Well, she needs to win power for herself. Right? Well, that's it. You know, like, the, yeah, like I'd like to see her win some power because I think she's a good player and she's just not really, but she's playing like the coasting game right now, you know? Yeah. No, she's, she's two in the background, but like, I think they all see that Corey and America are this power duo, the showman, so they have to break up, you know? And so if it's not this week, it has to be soon. Uh, it's just who's gonna take the, the shot, you know. So, uh, yeah, but Corey was said he was almost happy seeing like either Cameron or uh Jag or Matt winning this week, as long as he doesn't go up, which he felt like he wouldn't. And like we said, that's probably that overconfidence is probably you know, uh, going to be his downfall to Cameron's point, anyway. Uh, I'm glad that zombie week is over as well. That's my other. PS on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. I think most All people right. are. All right. Well, I've that's everything I got for tonight. Yep. Okay. It's late. It's almost midnight. Yep. We should sign off. Uh Jamil wasn't here. He was on Trivial Debates tonight, the horror themed episode with Davin Skellhorn and Jessica Chan, our United Federation of Podcasts uh sister channel. You should, you know, I was watching some of that, but I had to turn off to watch Big Brother. So I will be going back to watch the rest. Check that out. Uh seemed like a good one. Uh Jamil, yeah, whoever there's somebody in this photo that wasn't part of it. And there was a newcomer, a British guy. 
uh, it was on the show tonight. He seemed interesting. Check that out, Jeff. Uh, maybe okay. listen to that on the plane. Uh, yeah, maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, check out, we'll be on Wednesday to talk about Survivor here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting. Uh, the We'll be talking about episode two of season 45. Uh, I won't be showing any more video because apparently Jeff Prost has sent some kind of copyright algorithm out into the ether to take it all down and prevent <laughs> that from... You know, he's gonna dig. He's gonna dig it up and dig yeah. it so thought it was gonna be easy, Dave. Yeah, you thought it we could yeah. I was like, how did you already get this all copyrighted and like uh whatever? And I didn't even show that much of it, really. Anyway, so we'll check that out. Wednesday, we'll be back. Uh Jeff won't be, he'll be in Iceland, but uh we'll be on Foster and Jamil for that one. Super Mater uh the uh Star Trek podcast, live long and podcast. Uh we are continuing lower decks right now, Star Trek Lower Decks, and we got our Enterprise podcast. We only got five podcasts left. We are um we only got a couple tomorrow we're talking about affliction and divergence, the one where the Klingons lose their ridges in Star Trek Enterprise, and they explain why the original series Klingons look different. Um and then Eamon on track is my son. It was his birthday today. He turned 21. Uh, you will check out his music podcast, Eamon on track. We're doing music albums. Now that we're in October, horror is right on everyone's mind. Alex Blackburn, Michael Chan talking horror on the Hellbound podcast. Audio only. Find that wherever you get your audio podcasts. X rated with Andre and Davin talk about X-Men, the animated series. They got three episodes left in the original run. Then they're going into X-Men movies. Check that out on their channel. And the Graphic Histories podcast with Andre Mayette, which I recently guested on and uh, had a nice chat with him. So uh, if you're ever going to check out the Graphic Histories, check it out when I'm on it. Hold up. A movie podcast. Murphy, Davin. I'm supposed to do it Wednesday. It's apparently been pushed back a week now, so it won't be this Wednesday. So, uh, you know, maybe that's actually better than when Jeff gets back. So um, we'll be talking space movies in the near future and more, all kinds of more stuff. So um, thanks for being with us tonight. Jeff, you have a good trip. Thanks. And, and uh, everyone, have a, you have a good week out there. We'll be, I guess we'll catch up on Tuesday uh, with Jamil. All yep. right. And, until then, love one another. See you next time. <laughs> From outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen Moonvez. Love one another. Good night. See you on the flip side.